This is the Spapreneur Podcast, episode 152. Today's episode is brought to you by Demented Ramona. <laughs> to be fair, she has very tiny humans and they're around a lot. You can't listen to uh, our show. Hello. So I've not been listening to things because even if I listen, I probably won't remember. <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. And the lesson in this was I didn't follow my own advice. This is the Spapreneur Podcast with Ramona Rice and Lynn Graves. She is the main owner of the company. I am the COO. I get to be emotional. Right. I don't. Dearest Spapreneurs, you have heard me from like day one of this podcast talking about the gloriousness of email. Why email is important to your day spa. Why you cannot use a Gmail account, particularly a free Gmail account to do marketing. Just, I wish you could see my face just thinking about it because a lot of you still are. I still see your blah, blah, blah spa at Gmail. I'm like, stop that shit. Just stop it. Just stop it. So I've decided to bring a real grown up who does email marketing all day long. She works for actually my email provider, Aweber. That's the official email provider of Spapreneur. I've known them for many years. I'm super excited to have her on. But seriously, y'all, it's time to grow up and it's time to run your business like a business and use actual real email software like Aweber. So welcome, Megan Nesta. Hello, Megan. How are you? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yes, because email is so important. And I know it seems super nerdy. And but it, it it is like so I was telling Megan off air, y'all have heard me talk about full schedule method, by the way. The next um, session of that starts April 26th. So you've got the day's April 21st. So you've got plenty of time to sign up for this free course where I teach you how to send one email in one hour that will fill your entire schedule for the week. Come on. Um, but it's that simple. And, and yet business owners, small and big, don't understand email. That's right. It seems really overwhelming. But just to your point about your method that you described, it's really easy once you get started. And I hope we can talk about it and make it seem even easier today. Yes. Okay. So what are some of the mistakes you see? Small businesses. It doesn't matter day spas or whatever. Because uh, let's talk about Aweber for a minute. Aweber has been around yeah. forever. Yep. Over 20 years. Over 20 years. Like they are. Um, so, okay. I got to tell a fun story. So I actually know Eric Carpenter. Um, he's like a big wig over at Aweber. I was in a fancy football league with him. And, you know, I've bowled with him and done many things with, with Eric. And when I first said I was, I was with another email provider at first because Mark or let me go back to, Sorry. I used to work for a podcast company, y'all. You knew this podcast website. Okay. Mark, the owner of the company, wanted me to use a different email service for Spapreneur at first because he wanted me to um, try it out because we already use Aweber and he wanted to show customers that you could use any Aweber. So I used another one I'm not going to mention. I'll tell Megan off air. And <laughs> I actually tried to meet them at Podcast Movement and they were so like rude that I was like, I don't care what you want, Mark. I'm switching to Aweber Me, And I did. <laughs> and I did. And it was like the best decision ever. So let's explain why you want to use a service like an Aweber to run your business marketing. Because I think that's the first thing because a lot of them still are like, oh, I just have a Gmail account. Definitely. All right. We'll start with general why you want to use an email service provider and why you want to use Aweber as your email service sure. provider. So using an email service provider, we have relationships with those inboxes. So we help get getting your message delivered. So you have um, uh, some priority, I guess you could say, in the email box. We can make sure that you get seen, that you're not sent to spam and tra trash and things like that. Um, 
And um, by using something that's branded, unlike a Gmail address, you build that relationship with your subscribers um, and they know who you are and you're trusted. Um, so also within an email service provider like AWeber, you have a lot of tools to make your emails um, be more engaging. You have tools to know if, they, if your subscribers are engaging. So are they opening? Are they clicking? You have ways to segment and target your audience, which can really drive revenue, which I'm sure we'll get to in our conversation. Um, there's a lot of tools at hand, and particularly with AWeber, um, we have simple tools. So our platform is built for folks who are not marketers. You are you have another art that is your passion, such as um, your spa business, and you know how to do that. And email marketing seems really overwhelming. So we have the tools for you to just come in, create a simple, beautiful message that matches your branding, and make sure that it gets targeted to the subscribers who want to hear from you. Okay. I want to be really clear, Spopreneurs. AWeber is not paying me for this. I'm actually a paid customer. They do not give me anything free. I will say they <laughs> did give me white glove service when I first started. And, and I do get, I feel like I get top priority and I get emailed every once in a while. Hey, can you ask us, can we get, use your brain? I'm like, sure. So I, I do get that level, but that's only because I know them. But seriously, um, I think I pay like $19 a month. It's super cheap. Like it's but so also cheap. to your white glove treatment, we have an amazing customer solutions team that is available to everyone. Chat, email, phone, we're available 24-7 and we're there for those questions. We're there for the like, oh, I can't find this feature to, hey, could I bounce the strategy idea off of you? We're there. They're an amazing team. I mean, I'm very biased, but they are really, really awesome and here yeah. to help. Okay. So hire yourself some nerds. So, okay. That's why you need to use email service. <laughs> and there are others out there. You can research sure. them. There are plenty. There are some that are based for day spas and appointment-based businesses. And if you're big enough, one we use, I will say that we've used in the past is Demand Force. Um, but that thing is monstrously expensive. Um, and there are specific reasons. And we're not even using that anymore. So I'm just saying that just, just know there are a lot of options out there. Okay. So number one is you want to invest in an email service provider. And um, I am sure Megan can give us a code or something that we can use so y'all can get like a free trial. But we'll talk about that. At the end. Free trial for anybody. Just go to our website. We have a free trial. Go ahead and set up, sign up yeah. and you'll be off to the races. Yeah. Okay. So, so you don't even have an excuse. All right. So that's number one, get, get yourself that Two. get yourself a branded email address. I cannot tell you this. Okay. So, and we were really bad about this Megan. for like two years, my day spa, we were like, it was awful. And I saw the girls, they were like using, like my mom was using like Lynn at de-stress express at, and then just a generic email service. And I was like, enough. So I finally mm -hmm. did. It's, you know, um, it's relax at de-stress express is our regular email. Now using your website name is so important. Is it not for your email? Absolutely. So I think it's important for two reasons. One branding, it, it just ups your game in terms of people connecting with you and taking you seriously. Um, so there's that whole branding aspect to it, but then the flip side is deliverability. Um, having a, we can go into like all the, the nerdy terminology, but there is a direct relationship between having a um, URL that you own and getting that set up in our platform. There's kind of a handshake that happens behind the scenes. We don't have to go into the details, but um, getting that set up, um, things called DKIM and SPF. If you're a real email marketing nerd, you'll know what that means, but we make it easy. Um, but having that um, domain helps you get those emails delivered and your subscribers to see them. Yeah. And that, and that's a key because typically like spammers use those free email accounts. And so even though like, let's just use Gmail. I mean, it's the largest one. Everybody has, I don't know anybody in the world doesn't have at least one Gmail account. I have like 12, um, you know, it just sort of happens that way. But what happens is, is Gmail recognizes that it's so easy to get a Gmail account that they're really protective of Gmail account users just sending out like 
500 emails at once. Whereas, right. you know, you know, and so if you have like a list, I say over 50 people, that's even before that you need, you need email service. Okay. So we've, we've touted the email service. Now I am a big disbeliever. I do not like a weekly newsletter because they never are read. And Megan's not a read going. Yes. Well, I would say perhaps for your audience, some audiences, it works. Everybody's email is a little bit different. Um, Some people use weekly newsletters for education. Like if you have, you could have an education course on, you know, opening up a spa and people will read it. So it really depends on your audience. Um, I I have found for our business what- And you've tested, right? We have tested. Yeah, we've done (laughs) weekly newsletters. We've done- <clears throat> blog post things like that what we have found is again is we want to give a email that is useful to the client so if your right. clients find a newsletter useful send it if your clients aren't finding it useful find something that is useful for them so for us it's hey we've got these openings we know you yeah. like this particular massage therapist and we get huge open rates for that um you talked about testing it there is a feature I know in AWeber and a lot of them that do the split testing thing. Mm-hmm. It seems very complicated for a lot of people. Explain what a split test email is because they probably have seen it like in articles at all. Definitely. Yeah. So a split test email allows you to send out variations of a message to see what's most effective. So the easiest way to do that is send out um, to a portion of your audience. So let's say you have 100 people. You want to send to 20 people one subject line. To another 20 people, you do another subject line, and that could be anything from changing a word, wholesale changing the whole subject line, emojis, you can, can go crazy, and then see who which one has the higher open rate. And then whichever has the highest open rate, you send it to the remainder of that um, group. So you can make sure that you're sending the most effective message to your audience that's going to get the best results. Then you can go depending on how complex you'd like to get, you can go even more complex. So you could test the content. You could test call to action buttons. You could test all kinds of things. But the basic idea is you have two versions of a message, see which performs better, and then you send to the remaining part of your audience which one sends, which one has the most engagement. It's very similar, Spotpreneurs, to if you were doing like a stress test on a client, like let's say you're doing a modality and you need to test it out, you're going to test on a little bit of the muscle first, and you're going to see if the muscle can handle that muscle and that, that movement and that mobility, and then you're going to continue on to the rest of the muscle. So think of it that way. That's perfect. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we know split tests. So we're going to get a professional level email service. We're going to send emails that are useful to our clients. How often should we be sending the emails? This is going to be the one that everyone kind of hates a little bit, but it all depends. Um, so it's testing. It's seeing what your, what your audience wants to, to get. So you can do this in a variety of ways. You can just try it. You could try for a month, say I'm going to send an email every week. Does the open rate fall off? Does it pick up? Do you get more subscribers? Um, you can you can actually ask your audience. So these are really useful get to know you emails every so often, um, depending on your business, maybe like once a quarter, you can sometimes I've you can see this on like Instagram. It's like, hey, let me reintroduce you all my new followers and this is what's going on. And you can ask folks just to be like, hey, this is what you've been sending out. What do you think? Do you have feedback? What am I missing that I'm not sending you? How often do you want to hear from me? And you can open up that dialogue with your subscribers. That's one of the beauties about email is you can have, you own that communication channel and you can have a conversation with a real person who is going to grow your business ultimately. 
I love what you just said that you own the communication channel because that's my next point is that the other reason I love email more than any other marketing system in the world, whether it's direct mail, which no one really should do anymore. Let's be honest. Okay. Unless you're like <laughs> going after like 95 year olds, direct mail. No, like, like a handwritten thank you note. That's different. That's like personal. Sure. That's different. But like, let's be honest, direct mail. No. Right. Okay. Let's all agree on that. Okay. I like Facebook ads and yes, you can target with social media ads, but they're very expensive. And you have, I mean, honestly, they changed the rules so much that if you try to do your own, it's scary. You have to hire an agency at this point. They've made it really complicated. And then with social media, just like say organic posts, you know, their algorithms and all this stuff and the discoverability, all that stuff. What I love about email and what has not changed about email since like day one is that the only person that can stop you from reaching their inbox is either a spam filter, which we've already discussed, which is why I use professional marketing service, but it's the actual customer themselves. And I love that because they're basically telling you, yes, I want you to send me emails or no, I'm unsubscribing. Right. And that's okay too. Like that's okay to have people unsubscribe because ultimately you want an engaged audience for a couple of reasons. One, deliverability, though Gmail and others, they look at engagement on messages. They see if you get sent a lot of messages that aren't getting opened, then that's not good for your deliverability. Um, And you want to have an engaged audience that you know wants to hear from you and ultimately wants to book an appointment or purchase um, products from you. So knowing that you have that tribe that's really engaged is better for you overall. Somebody unsubscribes, that's okay. There's something changed in their life or their interests and they can go on and maybe they'll come back someday. Um, so I think being okay with that unsubscribe is something to really embrace. But this is why too, I like it when people use like segmented lists. Like I, you know, in Spapreneur I have, or like, we'll just talk about the day spot. So in the day spot, I have segmented lists for each particular massage therapist. Mm-hmm. And so they're only their clients they've seen regularly will get a specific email saying, Hey, Jen has openings next month Here yeah. are her openings. And that way I'm not bugging Donna's clients with it because that way yeah. you're sending things again, that useful email. Right. And I think that's a really important point that you just um, pointed out is like being really specific with what you're sending and knowing what your subscribers want to hear about is so important. Like even just in conversations with people, right? Like you want to have something that's meaningful between you and I, not something that really pertains to somebody else. So being able to have that targeted message, and there's a lot of really cool automation things that you can do. So you don't have to spend time doing that manually. Um, But knowing that like a particular um, person interest in a particular, um, you know, spot treatment, like whatever, however you segment, whatever makes sense to you is so important. Yeah. And again, think about the ways we can segment uh, spot printers. You can segment by people who like to come in on weekends versus people who like to come in on weekdays because it's a really different audience. You can Mm -hmm. segment, um, you know, people who have kids. So you're going to send certain emails out like when back to school time happens and kids are actually allowed to go back into schools. Well, all of a sudden, all these stay at home moms have all this free time and all the stress they need to work out. Um, You you need to start thinking about your ideal client and what she wants to get, what he wants to get and when they want to get it. I read somewhere and I use this as an example. So pizza companies are really smart if, if, when they do this is they start sending emails out Megan uh, between 3 30 and 5 o'clock because that's so when people smart. are starting that's when people and they typically send them like on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because yeah. at that point people have given up on their diets <laughs> they've given up <laughs> they're just like it's been a work it's week their time. Time. it's pizza time I ordered pizza last night actually for dinner yeah. yeah but it's so true and so knowing your audience so like for example for us it works Monday mornings after a very busy weekend we send out what few appointments we have left and with some of them they're so booked out we're like look they have no appointments left this month or this month you got to go to the next month and it yeah. creates like a system where number one they look forward to the emails and my That's friend right. desk, my friend desk is like, oh God, it's Monday. Emails are coming. 
but, but it works. And what I do, and I'm sure you agree with it, I have a template for all these emails. I just copy and paste the template, change the very few details I need to change and get on with my day. It takes me about an hour. That's right. That's right. And another thing that you, um, that your listeners might wonder about is like, okay, fine, I'll segment, but how do I know? Like, how do I know who these people are? And I think there's a variety of ways to do that. Um, that's something that you can do like real scrappy. And when people are checking in for their appointment, ask for their preferences, and then you can put it in your email service provider to filter on. You can automate it when people sign up. So if you have a, on your sign up form, you can have, what are you interested in? You have a series of checkboxes so you can tailor that message. So I think, um, and you may just know, like you might have a really close relationship with your clients. And so you just know, like to your point, she's a mom, he likes this treatment. And you can just start putting that into your um, email service provider to be able to target. Yeah. And it really doesn't take a lot. Like I would say in the beginning where you're doing it, it is going to take a significant amount of time. I'm not going to lie to you, Spopreneurs. This would be a good all over quarter project. I talked about, you know, a couple episodes ago that you need to have like one kind of juicy project for your quarter. This would be a good juicy project is start Mm -hmm. segmenting those clients. And maybe if you've got like a large staff like me, like Megan, I have 30 plus massage therapists in my day spa. So that would be, I would honestly prioritize the ones that I need to fill first and then move on. So you, so you feel like the, the areas where you're not getting like the, the appointments for. Um, but even if it's just, you're just a solo like spapreneur, you can do this by, okay, you know, your clients. So you know, which ones are going to want prenatal services versus which ones want neuromuscular. Cause there are those mm-hmm. crazy massage therapists. Are like I like to do both or those people who need anti-aging <laughs> skincare versus acne skincare. Those are two really different things. And just having that, because this is what I love about it. I am a big fan of Tom's shoes. I don't know if you like Tom's shoes, um, Megan, but they're my favorite shoe. Oh, Tom's. Yeah, definitely. Love them. I swear they know me because they have learned from the patterns of what I buy. always buy like the seasonal shoes. And sure Uh enough, all of a sudden there are hedgehogs in my email and I'm like, damn it. They're cute shoes. I have to but have them. <laughs> they, th- but they know, they yeah. know, and they send it. And I, and I know now I'm trained by Tom's that if I don't buy them, when I see them, they're going to be sold out. Yeah. So even I if I don't want them, yeah, you put yeah. them in a cart. And I think, you know, spa as a particular industry is really interesting because you're in an interesting industry where you're caring about people. Like you're caring about what they're, how they're feeling, what, what they want to improve about themselves. Like you already know that pour it into your marketing. Don't make it feel like so um, clinical or you saw it from somebody else. Like just embrace your personality and how you care about people and put that in your emails. Yes. So I love, there's this one massage therapist in um, Fort Worth, Texas, Megan. She's called Geek Girl Massage. Her name is Beth Patton. She's been one of my clients forever. And she embraces the geek thing. So like all of her marketing is geeky. Her room has like TIE Fighters and Darth Vader and Star Trek stuff. Yeah, it's so geeky, right? But her clients love it because they know, okay, this one's with the force. And she'll do those memes and she does those emails. And she's built an entire, like you said, tribe or, or, you know, an alliance, you know, rebel (laughs) alliance around her brand. (laughs) And I think identifying that, and that's what email is too. Almost like the secret club. I never put openings on social media ever. The only place y'all I put openings is going to be our app where we push them out like text message. Cause again, that's another version that, that, you know, they've opted in or, Mm -hmm. or the email because they've opted in. They said, you know what? I love you so much. I want you to show up outside of when I come see you. And that's really what an email address is, is that it's an invitation to say, yeah, I want you to woo me a little bit. I want you to follow up with me. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's really interesting because one of the myths is people get like, 
oh, people don't want to hear from me because I know I don't want to receive all these emails, but that's not true. Someone who gives you your e- their email address, they say, I really enjoy you. I get so much out of you. I want to hear from you whenever you have something to say. They want to hear from you. So don't um, miss that opportunity. A freaking men. I cannot tell you how many are like, oh no, I don't want to bug my client. You're not bugging them. You don't control their inbox. Okay. That's and they're right. already getting like 4,000 emails from Tom's shoes anyway. So they might as well get it from your spot. And I damn well sure know Pizza Hut and Massage is sending them emails when they can. So why wouldn't you? I'm just saying yeah. y'all, it's not bugging them, especially again, going back to that point of sending them value. So maybe not right. just a, 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 you know, a generic newsletter you can copy from the interwebs, but something really specific like again you if you have like um you know practice like Beth Patton's where it's so specifically nerdy she just needs to put in nerdy things and she could talk about things like my the latest podcast she listened to about whatever things or what cute thing baby Yoda did on Mandalorian last week or whatever it is you know she does that this person becomes a valued member yes of this person's life absolutely absolutely yeah. So I'm telling y'all email is not a scary thing. And okay, here, let's go over some of these myths really quickly. Number one, is the email dead? <laughs> I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I hear this like every like six months or so. Someone's like, oh, email's dead. I'm going to use like this messaging platform, whatever. I'm like, okay, look, literally, I think this is like 90% of us adults have an email address, at least one. I guarantee yep. they have more than one. Um, and like 80% of them will check their email at least 20 times a day at yeah. least 20 times a day because those lovely mobile phones we have. Yeah. So I think the myth that email is dead just comes around this um, human interest in the shiny thing of like, here's the new shiny thing. So it must be the new thing that I need to focus on. But email is the slow, steady, always there. And the only marketing channel where you can build that direct relationship. Not only that, but it's, it's nice because the consumer can decide when they want to open that email. That's right. Because a lot of times I am that person. So I'm, I want to know, Megan, I'm going to ask a very personal question. Are you a person that's an inbox zero person or do you have all your emails? All of them forever. I have all of them too. Yes. Thank. Okay. (laughs) I don't understand the inbox zero people. I'm like, at least archive them because you never know when you need to look at it. You got free space. I know. It's my catalog of my life. (laughs) Yeah. Google's like, here's all this free space. So I can type in like search terms. So that's the other thing in your subject lines. Here's some quick tips for me and your subject is make them searchable. Yes. Don't do cutesy things. Say appointments available at, you know, this or yes. like action words are good. And you really only have, Megan, is this true? Like a good 20 to 30 characters because of mobile. So you really need to get the best stuff in those subject lines. Yeah, that's definitely something to be aware of is the mobile view and having how long your subject line is. Um, and I think that's an interesting point that um, too I want to raise, which is don't don't forget the power of your subject line and that it's reminding your audience that you exist. Like it's not their job to remember that you exist. It's your job to remind them. God, Megan, Megan, a freaking man, because <laughs> you know, sometimes it's, it's just enough for them not even to open the email. It's just a reminder. Like you said, that they exist. Like yeah. all of a sudden you're again, geek girl massage pops in and they're like, Oh, and then you put in the subject line, your back hurts book a massage this week. Yeah. Because so, it's mean, true. I- I do that for sure. I subscribe to many lists where like, I just keep an eye on it. And then I see like, oh, that's something that pertains to me or it's me this week or whatever the thing is. I also, to your point about kind of like cataloging emails, I'll go back and search for that thing that I saw three weeks ago and then 
take action. So there's a longevity to it. It's not just that one like ephemeral message that just yeah. goes away. Because if you've tried to search for a Facebook post, it's impossible. It, it's impossible. <laughs> good or, yeah, good luck. Or like TikTok, forget it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm like, and again, I'm not against those platforms. I know A Weber's not against those platforms. Megan's certainly not against those platforms. No. But there's an and intimacy. There is, yeah. Absolutely. And there's this like, I, this concept of like a relationship funnel. And you build these relationships in different points and different platforms. So there is a space for social media. There is a space for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. There's all these places. But where that that intimate relationship happens, where those sales happen, where those bookings happen, is an email. You know, you build up that relationship. They give you your email, and that's where you can really build your business. Amen. So again, I'm going to urge y'all, first off, sign up. You're going to go to spotpreneur.com forward slash full schedule challenge. You're going to sign up for my free, completely free. Like there is no cost involved. It's a nine day seminar where I'm going over things like again, the full schedule method, like the exact wording and things that I use to fill my 30 plus team, including the templates. I'm giving you my emails y'all because we love a good template, Megan. Okay. And bonuses. Like again, how I do my subject lines, how I do calls to action, because one button is never enough. I want a button everywhere because that's it. Oh, that let's talk about that first one second. It's annoying if I'm on an email or even like a website and I have to look to where to buy. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, make it super easy. Like put yourself in their position. Like I'll go back to the mom because that's me and I relate to it. But like mm-hmm. I'm in car line, I'm waiting for the kids. I'm like catching up on all my emails and I scroll through and like, oh yeah, I'll book it. Like if I can just scroll and book and go, then I'm more likely to actually close that booking. Then you should, bu- you should book words, pictures, words, pictures, words, pictures, book. Like just make it real easy. Do it at the top. Yeah. Like, I don't have time. I do okay. it. Seriously. I do one at the top. So I do like, okay. So I do like, Hey, this person has openings or if it's only like one opening, I'll say they have openings this day at this time for this yep. service. So I, I give them all the information up front book. Now then a little paragraph book. Now then a little paragraph. Book now. I don't let them search. Cause some people really do like reading all the emails. Some don't, yeah, sure. uh, but it, and that's why I like to do that because you know, sometimes you don't need a wham, bam. Sometimes they want to read about whatever Roma therapy yeah. stuff you're doing. For sure. And you know, if you really, if you feel very comfortable with email marketing and you want to think, you want to learn about how to like up your game, you can, for each one of those buttons, you can tag them and you can see where most people are clicking. Like maybe you find that most of your audience does want to read all of that. That tells you something that they find value in your write-ups or you find, you know what, everyone is just hitting that hoop books is hitting that top button. So I don't need to spend time on all this other stuff. Let me just optimize super simple messages. Okay. That's a game changer because I, and here's the thing. I know this stuff, but sometimes you need like, a, again, a proper grown up to tell you, Hey, you can <laughs> add taxes. And I know this sounds really complicated, but tagging, what it does is it gives you data. So it's just okay. like, again, like, again, think of a neuromuscular th- therapist, y'all, or think about a reflexologist. Reflexologist is going to start and they're going to kind of pinpoint in the body where there's pain and they can tell the customer, know, Hey, you, the client know, Hey, you know, your kidneys are acting funky. And then you can go to the low back where the kidneys are. And maybe the QL is, is, is going crazy. I don't know. Or like the root cause of the acne is this, this, and this, you know, it's following the trail. It's the same thing. You're basically, you know, surveying up what's going on in your marketing. So, all right, they're going to get a good email provider. That's right. They're going to segment their list because we have preached that that we're going to send valuable emails and we're going to test our emails. We're going to tag certain points. So tagging includes like links, buttons, um, and that sort of thing. We're going to try different days and times, part of that Mm -hmm. test to see what our audience works. Finally, 
let's say we, you know, we do all this stuff. How long, honestly, does it take for people to get used to using email? Not custom, not um, us wise, but consumer wise. Like you can't just send one and expect like you're, you're creating like a new habit. So what, that's right. What, um, is an estimate in your opinion? And it may not be any, um, of how long it should take them, how long they should be doing this before they see like results. That is a great question. Um, you know, it's a little bit of all the, it all depends. My recommendation would be is give yourself a 30 day challenge and just say like, let me try to, you can try a couple things. I wouldn't recommend unless you're really into it, doing it all at once. Cause it might feel, feel overwhelming for 30 days. Just try to build your list, like build up that list, have a welcome email. That's one we should talk about too. Have a welcome yes. email that, um, tells folks about you, what they can expect, um, ask for response of what they want to hear, build your list. That's one thing. You could do a 30-day challenge of, I'm going to send an email every Monday and just see what the response is and ask for feedback on each one. Um, just, the, I think the key is, it's to, to your point, it's not just try it once and it's going to be magic, just like your business, you have to work at it. And so just give yourself a window to try and then see where you're at and readjust and try again. And do not be afraid of making your clients angry. I, I very rarely have had clients call go, you send too many emails. That, that doesn't happen. You know what they do? They just unsubscribe. Because Exactly. And honestly, mm -hmm. if they call you saying you're sending too many emails, they're not the right customer for you. Mm -hmm. Let right. them go to the universe and let somebody else serve them. Or That's maybe right. they're just grumpy that day. Don't worry about it. Just put your big girl panties on and deal with it. Megan, yeah. this is so much good information. Um, real quick, where can they find you? Where can they find AWeber? All this stuff. Because you talk about other things too, because you're one of, like, I love this topic uh, idea that you talk a lot about women in tech. Um, and yes. I know that has really, because the spa land is not a very technical, it's weird. We're a female dominant industry that is owned by men. <laughs> you know, I mean, but yeah. that, that, and that happens, but you know, and you talk about these issues a lot in tech world. So real yeah. quick, want to know like anything they can learn about that. Cause I know that a lot of them are interested in that too. Definitely. Um, so that's just a passion of mine generally is making, um, technology, um, particularly accessible to women because, um, some technology out there is just not geared to the way we think and the, what we how we process and how we need help. It's one of the reasons I really like AWeber. There's a lot of um, things that I find personally useful, like the support, like simple ways to get to features, um, you know, coming on things like podcasts and helping folks out. Like that's just resonates with me. Um, so um, I am a product manager. That is my role at AWeber. It's my job to kind of bridge the gap between what the market needs and then building the features that solve those problems. So I love talking about these things. Um, all the time. It's really exciting to me. Um, so you can find a Weber at aweber.com. We're also all over social. We have this really cool thing uh, called office hours that we do every Tuesday at 1 PM Eastern. Um, and it's a live stream and we have topics of all kinds of varieties. And it's just a really interesting conversation between um, a Weber team members, uh, leaders in the market, like really cool things happening there. So you should check that out. Um, great things on our YouTube channel and, um, awesome Facebook community if you're a Weber customer as well. So lots of places for you to check us out. Um, for me, um, I'm on Twitter at MJ Nesta if you want to connect there. Um, also on LinkedIn, I'm an open networker. So hey, if you want to reach out and connect there, let's strike up a conversation. Um, and then once we're back in the 
regular world? Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. (laughs) Post pandemic. I don't know. Um, I frequently show up at podcasting conferences. So if that's something that you fancy and um, that you are at, like hopefully we'll connect in real life. Yes. And I'm going to be asking Megan to hopefully come and talk to my Girl Scouts about women in tech, because I think it's important. Look at her face. She's so excited. (laughs) I was a Girl Scout. My daughter is a Girl Scout. She's a cadet. Yeah. She's a cadet. Yeah. No, she's really high up there. So, Oh, I got my silver award and I was this close to getting my gold. I just didn't finish it. And it's like one of those things that just like haunts me. I wish I would have done it, but I will absolutely do that. Please. Yay. Because seriously, we need more women in technology. We need, so if you have daughters, have them listen to this episode and hear what a strong female tech person does that she's not scary. She's not weird (laughs) that, you know, that it's okay for girls to be smart in science and math and engineering. And we need you and we need you the way you think. Like there's really interesting, and this is going probably off topic for you, but who cares? There's really there's a lot of interesting studies about how some technology what is built to the person who's building it. So if it's just men, if it's just people of a certain race, it misses the mark for so many people. And we need that diversity in tech so we can build solutions that fit everyone. So I'm very passionate about that. Yes. Love it. Love it, Megan. Okay, Megan, one more question. Real quick, um, Spotpreneurs, this is episode 152 of the podcast. Again, head over there, learn about AWeber. Again, I know I'm biased because I've been a customer forever. I've talked about them. I love them. Um, it, it is super easy. Like, for example, I just had an email last week that didn't do as well as others. Like, it was only like um, six. It was only like an eight percent open rate, which I normally have twenty percent. And it was it was amazing. All of a sudden, it was like this thing going, "Hey." let's look at this. And it was just so gentle. It was like, Hey, and it wasn't like shaming, but it was go, Let, let's look at this and see what's a little help. Let, let's, let's see what happened. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't, email. it was just in the system. And I was like, Oh, cause I really don't pay attention. To those, so I'm bad about that. I just send out the emails and go, but yeah, they were like, Oh, let's look at this one. Cause yeah. we normally do better than this. We're better than this. What happened? <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay. Um, so I do like them. They're very intuitive. They're very kind. They're very easy to use. They're very affordable for all the features you get. And again, they will get on a phone call with you, like a real person. They're based in Philadelphia. Um, I've been to their offices. They have a slide in their office. Of course, no one can go in their office right now, but yes. Um, and they they will send you magically stickers and socks. Socks are like their big thing. Anyway, so um, again, it's been great having you on the show. Um, real quick, can you tell me what is making you feel wealthy today? I like to end the conversations like that. Oh man, it is, we are in, I'm in suburban Philadelphia and it is a beautiful day and it's getting warm and it's the beginning of spring. And it just makes me feel like a million bucks because I love being outside and like the season's changing and oh, changes in the air. I love that. Love that answer. Me too. And again, her ma- name is Megan Nestat. She is fantastic. Again, get in those emails get to your clients, get them in and get them booked. If you need more questions about that, again, head over to Spotpreneur, sign up for our full schedule method challenge. Check out AWeber. Again, they you can get a free trial of AWeber by going to aweber.com. All the links will be in the show notes here. And again, Megan, thank you so much for being such a fantastic guest today. Oh, and making email pleasure. not seem thank scary. You. And email's not, not scary. scary, right? Yeah, that's right. It's good for your business. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to Spapreneur.com, where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to make your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com. <laughs>